and welcome back to Street Writers. This is 10 minutes of writing motivation, inspiration, and activation. Take a swing at this. It's tips, it's tricks, it's sleight of hand to power up your pencil and percolate your brain. There's always that balance of driving the story forward yep. and bringing characters to life. Mm -hmm. And if you stray too far in either direction, you're screwed, right? Sure. You're getting buried you're in minutia and... and why do I care? Or you're going so fast through the storyline that nobody even knows or cares the characters about the characters. are completely interchangeable. Exactly. So what I like to do and what I need to remind myself of is that every character is built off of quirks and details. Mm -hmm. Even if they're a minor character, even if their quirks only show up in two lines, I need to have something about that character mm -hmm. that makes me want to write about them. Okay. In my latest thing, you know, I'm writing about gravitational waves and stuff like that, and I've got to have somebody at a fast food place. Mm -hmm. That's an easy throwaway. Okay. Like, that could just be the pimply-faced kid or could something be. like that. But in order for me to be excited about writing about them, I need to know something, mm -hmm. you know? So, the more quirky the more details I know about this person, the easier it is for me to write about that okay. person. Even if I overwrite the character and I have too much going on, I can always cut that back. Mm -hmm. I like to write with two or three main characters and really dive into their lives and stuff like that. But all those side characters that you have will bring a story to life. Okay, if it you will. Get, yeah, if you get excited about them and they become real people, but the quirkiness also brings them to life. Do you bring that out all the time, or is this stuff that is just good for you to know? Well, it starts with me, from the detail point of view, mm -hmm. needing to know that. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's how I make them a real person. How do you work? Do you work in character sheets? Like, I know some writers, you know, will detail out a right. character. They'll write the background. They'll right. write all this stuff down. Right. It depends on my momentum with the story. Mm -hmm. if, I'm, if I'm going with the story, then I may just want that character to deliver a line or to move it along. And then I'll go back later and say, all right, well, you know, who is this person? I don't, sure. need, I don't need a referee here. I need a character. So then I will go back and get details. If I'm stalling, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> which, yeah, exactly, so I don't turn on Waste No More and, you know, have uh -huh. to watch TV or something, then sometimes it helps to make that character have details that conflict with the other character, mm -hmm. right? So I can make a minor uh, conflict or something like that. You what know, would you consider a quirk? It could be somebody's, you know, always looking to get in a fight. Mm -hmm. You know, always has a chip on his shoulder. And an exaggeration. That's the beauty of fiction to me is the exaggeration. So, you know, we all don't have enough confidence in a meeting or something like that or for presenting ideas. So, you know, does that mean that this person is always subtly sneaking a sniff mm -hmm. into his armpit, mm -hmm. you know, to see if he's got body odor? Or is he apologizing for what he's about to say even before he says it. I'm you sorry know? you said that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's my fault. I don't even know what I'm talking about. So things like that, because first, it enables you to write this character and not worry about length. Second, it's something you can always come back to. Third, it gives you the other character something to react to. That's a great way, if you're stuck on a plot, or even if you're flying with the plot, Either way, if you're stuck, it's going to help you find more mm -hmm. conflict and character and things to react to and get you more excited about writing. And if you do have the plot, it's a good reminder that nobody should be two-dimensional. Nobody. So quirks and details, that's what you want for your characters. Don't worry if they ever get in or how much gets in, even if it's an eye twitch. It's just something that makes the audience work. I collect people. 
Yeah. And I think that's part of maybe generating these quirks and details. Mm -hmm. If you look around you, Mm -hmm. you're going to find a collection of everything from those people with those odd turns of phrase to those eye twitches. Mm -hmm. So while your imagination is going to bring, has to come to to bear, right? You know, in this in this fighting <laughs> that right. you're going to do to to right. write your story, collecting people, I think wonderful. fuels yeah. those quirks because you're yep. going to find those little bits and pieces that with a little bit of that right. pressure test, right, become something for you. Yeah, and then it's a matter of exaggeration. It's like a, a caricature artist mm-hmm. sees that you have one eye is a little less open than the other, so yeah. all of a sudden you have a droopy eye. Exactly. It makes it more fun. They beat us to the punch. Admiring the craft or being jealous of it. I am very jealous <laughs> of many He's turning green many right here in the things, studio. But, uh, you know, I picked up a book and I, I just literally like the headline. I love the art on the cover. Mm-hmm. Never heard of the artist. He's not well known here. It's a man named Kim McDonald. Takes place in Ireland and it is wonderful. He wrote a series. The first of the series is called A Man with One of Those Faces. <laughs> it did exactly what we just talked about in that the, the quirks and details are amazing. In That's this super. Book. And it's a great story. Comic crime novel. Every single character has something that just blew me away. And obviously the main characters I loved but it's always wonderful when someone is writing descriptive and they just tell you things in that descriptive to move the story along, mm-hmm. but you're howling with laughter. It's a nice long quote, so I'll shut up and just read it because it gives you an idea. This is a woman who is a lawyer, and she's defending the main character who's now up on a murder gotcha. charge. She's defending him because his regular lawyer had to run away to an island to try to make up with his wife. And this lawyer had had an affair with that lawyer, and she's pregnant with his child. So she's not really happy that she's trying to re, reinvigorate the marriage with, you know, when she's carrying his kid. Nora Stokes could smell trouble. Actually, thanks to the cream she'd been told to liberally smear all over herself to protect her skin through the strains of pregnancy, she could really only smell the sickly sweet stench of coconut. The stuff was strong, but it was too cold outside to open a window. Grevy, despite repeated assurances, had not got the boiler fixed before he had buggered off to Italy to save his sham of a marriage. That meant the heating had two choices, blazing inferno or off. It wasn't much of a choice, but she'd gone for Inferno. At least that way, between the heat and smell of the coconut, she could occasionally close her eyes and relax into the blissful fantasy of being on a warm tropical beach somewhere. Then the baby would kick, and she'd remember her current state of how, if she really were on a beach, Greenpeace would soon show up and try to roll her on her back into the sea. Then she'd feel bad for thinking of that and apologize to the baby. Currently, her days seem to consist of wildly fluctuating emotions, bizarre cravings, and an exciting array of physical discomforts and indignity. Oh, and smelling like a deep-fried bounty bar. Like, yep. he could have just taken this story and wrote it straight. And just going with that. Or he could have written a comedy book. So mm-hmm. when you could do both, it's gold. Love the writer, and I love this style. So That's awesome. A lot of consistency list. between our sections. We're building on each other. Do not expect this for future episodes. <laughs> Hit us with your best shot. Send us what you got and get in the ring with us. We're still hoping, praying, and looking forward to connecting with you folks and telling us what you've got. In the meantime, we're going to continue to beat our own chest. Right. We talked about this project I had done, this virulence protocol, which was a uh, an idea of, a, of an interactive story, something you read 
on the computer on one of your devices and then you can make choices along the story and right. branch out with it right so uh, as i said then that was something i was really jazzed about and doing more of and something came up that allows me to to build on that more nice. which is over the next several months i'm going to be putting together a series of presentations mm. for the westport library we're in connecticut uh, right. uh, and westport is a town in connecticut and uh, what I'll be doing is uh, creating a kind of a primer on what interactive fiction is. Mm. And then I'll be having a, a little bit of a role on a panel at the, uh, the Saugatuck Storytellers uh, sessions that mm -hmm. this library hosts in the fall. And then I'll be doing more workshops in the fall uh, on the series of this, uh, this interactive fiction idea. So while it's not pure play writing of more of that, right. it's taking my interest in it and now trying to carve that out mm -hmm. into written and then effective presentations for people to get them on board with what this is right. and then hopefully interest other writers right. or other storytellers into how to play this out. So contact us at streetwriters.podcast at gmail.com with your questions, comments, material you're working on, or tips you're writing. Tell your friends to listen and have their friends listen too. Take it to the streets and fight to write. <laughs>